I didn't write a lot for, well. I didn't really have much time to sit and dwell on things, so I wrote very minimal notes. I wrote these in the dark, but I had did my you, wife email them to did me. You, uh, <laughs> did you wake up out of a dream and you wrote down some hastily, like, yeah. antelope? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today in alphabetical, twist and shout. Hey everybody, welcome back to Alphabetical. It's the internet's only podcast that reviews every single Beatles song alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm John. And I'm Mel Adam. And this is Alex. And today we're talking about Twist and Shout, as Alex said. We already Both, covered Shout. Yeah, Shout we did. And we, today we get to talk about Twist and the juxtaposition thereof. Come on, baby. We did. Uh, uh, yeah, we did Shout already. Okay. Yeah. Is there just a Twist? There should be That's like the chubby twist. checker the things. Yeah. The yeah. twist. And the fat boys. And the fat boys. <laughs> yeah. Twist and shout. Also, baby, you're a rich man. Right. Fat boys. But this isn't uh, fat boy beatle. <laughs> what you have to say? This isn't fat boy beatle. That'd be disorderly. It's from 1963, Please Please Me. Um, of course, the end of the famous cigarettes and lozenges session. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This for a reason. Yes. For a reason. For a reason. They. They. Uh, yeah. I think you they know, wanted to give it all their loving. All yeah. their loving. No, well, that was earlier. All, yeah. all the chutzpah. Uh, <laughs> well, Martin knew. Was it George Martin or who? George Martin knew George that Martin? you know John wasn't going to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Based on they were trying to capture the essence of their live show, and they're like they normally closed out shows with this, or they did a lot of the time, and so mm-hmm. and he knew it was a real screamer so he's like we better do this at the end otherwise we're not going to be able to do anything else afterwards so right recorded everything else and then according apparently he took a handful of lozenges gargled with some milk and got about his business milk he tried he and then i think george said they tried to do a second take but it was like it's all gone yeah they gave up (laughs) part way through his voice is gone we can't i'm sorry John, john lennon quote about it Sure. Rubbish. Uh, no, he said, this is in the 70s, he said this. I was bitterly ashamed of it mm. because I could sing better than that. But now it doesn't bother me. You can hear that I'm just a frantic guy doing his best. Just you a know, frantic guy doing his best. Aren't we all just frantic guys doing our best? Yeah. And I'm just a frantic guy doing my best. Have a oh, Lord, I'm pretty sick. I can't sing this song again. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Is uh, is Smokey Robinson? <laughs> yes. Are you picturing Ray Smokey Charles? Lozenges? Oh, Smokey Lozenges. Uh, <laughs> the musical stylings of Smokey Lozenges. <laughs> smells hey, like a coward. Is my new song. It's mm. called "Just a Frantic Guy Doing His Best." <laughs> um, <laughs> despite John Lennon's self-assessment, it's uh, it's. I think we disagree. I mean, I disagree. At least. You disagree. Yeah. You think I disagree. you can't sing better than this. You don't think you don't think. I don't think it's a question guy. of bad or better or worse or good. I mean, I think it's great, but it's also like, you know, obviously the whole embodiment of this craziness of the frenzy, the franticness, the Peter Framptonness comes alive in this. Mm. No, there's actually none of that. Um, it's uh, you know, it's it's just. Uh, it's it's it, 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 I can't. John's it. broken. Yep. Someone tapped. Oh, 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 oh. It's good. 
Yeah, there we go. Uh, we should mention the song is written by two gentlemen named Phil Medley and Burt Russell. Although yes. the Burt Russell seems to have operated under a number of aliases. So mm-hmm. check your local. There's, there's, there's Burt Burns. There's, there's yeah. Ben Burt. There's yeah. many different versions now, of that. Right. Many yeah. versions. Now, versions. did you hear how this kind of comes back to the whole let it be kind of stuff? And yeah. Paul's Full uh, circle. dismay. Mm-hmm. So it was written and uh, performed by, recorded by the Top Notes. I believe mm-hmm. that's the band. Right. Phil mm-hmm. Spector. Yeah. Produced the yeah, top notes. and Bert was like, "Yo, you ruined it. This, this sounds like crap. So I'm gonna show you how it's done." Do you and think, he said, do you think he said "Yo" though back it. in the day? Oh, of course, he invented yeah. it. He invented, he invented "Yo." yo. Bert Burns. Yeah. It was popularized by Paul McCartney, but Bert Russell's mm-hmm. definitely the one. Who hey guys, it. "Yo." <laughs> hey, it's uh, you know, "Yo." You know, <laughs> "Yo." It's all cool. Is uh, another note. Side note related to Beatles. Uh, here's how it's all connected. Stag Beatles, like New York Telephone. Uh, not only did Phil Spector produce it, but the backing vocals on the Top Notes version, it's the Cookies, who did Chains. Ah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm, cookies. What a small world. Uh, yeah, so then they thought Phil Spector ruined it, and then it's basically like, I'll show you how it's done, and produced the Isley Brothers version, which is the huge mm-hmm. yeah. one that everybody knew, including the Beatles. They, got a, they were big fans of it. Yeah. Speaking of showing people how it's done... Um, when the Beatles auditioned for uh, Decca Records, mm-hmm. they did not get it. I don't know if you guys heard. They did not pass the audition. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, a group that did pass was a group called the Tremolos. Mm. Who, Tremolos. Um, later on, had a hit covering Twist and Shout after the Beatles made it popular. So mm. almost like as a way of kind of a horse. Oh, sorry about that. Oof. Oh, man. My ears. My friggin' ears. <laughs> you know, this. it's funny. This is like a perpetual hit maker, this song. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm... Um, I wonder if anyone's going to do it next. I will. Like John, will you join at me? At the Grammys or something. Well, it's going to be like a dubstep version of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like it hasn't been done for a while. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get to it. There, it, was, it was reintroduced in the 80s. Justin Bieber yeah. should. Whatever. Yeah, there you go. Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. His last few songs, man. Wrong show. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, hey, girl. <sighs> this is the only uh, it's the only episode I've ever heard of, <laughs> of Alpha Bibical. Yeah, it's the that. best I, one. I haven't gone back. I know. I wish to go back and listen to the rest of those. There's uh, two note. Two. Uh, um, there's more than two notes in it. Oh, okay. No, there's twist and there's shout. That's it, right? Oh, okay. Bum, bum. Um, All right, you're right. No, it's the only Beatles cover uh, to both sell over a million copies as a single. Okay. And it's the only Beatles cover to. Um, Get a top ten spot on a national chart. Oh, I thought you were going to surprise us and say it was like on the Rolling Stone list. It was like, what no. the heck is Rolling Stone smoking? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's uh, interesting. So it's the, you know the the kind of the biggest of the Beatles covers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it captured like that rock and roll spirit, you know, which I guess the teenagers at the time were like, holy crap. You mean the the ghost of? Uh, I was trying to think of a good who's somebody who died earlier. The Big Bopper. Yeah, maybe the Buddy Big Holly. Bopper. Hello, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, it's just, it's it's a saturated sound. It's just like crazy. It's all out there. Mm. Like all these kids would probably be like, you know how like there's those great songs and they kind of got some bars that are being held? This is no holds barred. <laughs> With Hulk Hogan and Tiny Zeus Lister? Exactly. Yeah. No bars held. No bars um, held? Yeah, no. you're right. No bars held. Yeah. Um, 12 bar blues. 12, 12 oh, bar right. blues. But yeah, you no, know, it just, uh, yeah, it just had uh, an animalistic... Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, it always makes me dance, you know. This was the song that John Lennon introduced at the Royal Command performance where he urged the upper class listeners to rattle their jewelry. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. 
in Ray Coleman's biography of John Lennon, he said that right that when they were going to go on stage, John Lennon was saying, "Oh, I'm going to tell them to rattle your effing jewelry," and they were like, "John, you can't get out there and say <laughs> rattle your effing jewelry because it certainly gives it a much, much more hostile uh, tone to it." And he did not. Mm-hmm. Once That's again, he not quite that. Uh, it's like the Doors on uh, on Ed Sullivan kind of story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you can't say that. Yeah. So I wonder if they would like done it that. if you say, "Can you rattle your fancy jewelry?" Maybe. <laughs> I'm guessing no that would way. have been the end of their career if he had said that. It's if he had uh, went in front of the queen and said, right. "Rattle your effing jewelry," <laughs> they probably would have been like, "Ah, oh, you know what? They would have been like, boys, you are done, savages." <laughs> we would have been doing uh, the tremolo beatical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah the alpha, cookies, alpha tremolo uh, local, <laughs> 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 or uh, PJ alpha alpha yeah. PJ probical. <laughs> Uh, it's, a, it's such a nice time when all these bands were they're so happy yeah the the sound the uh, names of them hmm. the tremolos the cookies the coasters have you guys ever heard the theory that the beatles became so popular in america because it was after the death of jfk and america was looking for oh, some kind of yeah nice hmm. fun distraction to hmm. keep to to I distract think... them from the fact that the president was slain you're right so you're saying yes. we should thank lbj for the beatles oh see what i did there conspiracy <sighs> Mm. Because no, that was, a, that was a common thing, I think. The LBJ conspiracy thing? The LBJ conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I remember um, in middle school we had this assignment. It was a really cool assignment. Like Everybody got a, assigned a year um, mm-hmm. in like you know the 60s and the 70s, or this, maybe just the 60s. I forget what it was. But mine was 64. And so the idea no was you needed to make your own Time magazine sort of based on oh, material sweet. and reference and stuff and, mm. like, use ads, but, like, write your own essays. Wow. And, and How I, old were you when you did this? Seventh grade. That's ambitious. Eighth grade. Uh, yeah, I didn't think of it. It was assigned to me. I was hoping <laughs> you were saying, I didn't even turn in the assignment. I didn't do it. <laughs> no. I still have it. It's, it's awesome. I read it when I come home drunk and I cry. But anyway. Uh, no. It was a sad you issue. You peaked early. No, it was <laughs> a sad issue. It was about segregation and, and oh, uh, JFK. Oh, wow. That's heavy. But I remember just reading a, a lot of stuff in that at time, and it was like, in like a lot of, uh, there was a framed in that way. There were like a lot of people like, JFK, like America was mourning and needed something new. Right. And these four lads came over and gave them hope. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's probably true. Interesting. Yeah. Certainly couldn't mm. hurt. No. I think they said the same thing with Smash Mouth. When, um, <laughs> we needed to feel like all-stars. Right, after the Clinton impeachment. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Yeah, I, was trying to, I was trying to think of a bad like, one. I don't put, even know what to believe anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> one day somebody will tell you. Mm. So, Pete, I'm assuming since this was a cover, it did not make Rolling Stones. Did not make the list. Greatest... Because it's not a Beatles song. I mean, it is very much a Beatles yeah, song. Yeah, I feel like they've almost taken ownership of it, you right. know? Also, I think John Lennon was saying that they totally, by his own admission, he was saying they totally blew the Isley Brothers out of the water with their version of it. Hmm. So, it's uh, you blue. I think, d- despite not making it to number one, because this is that Beatles logjam thing where they had like five top singles, you know, the top five singles all at once, and so they couldn't beat themselves. Um but I think it has the longest uh, combined chart run of any Beatles single because it came back um, in the 80s after both Ferris Bueller's Day Off and um, Back to School right. in the same year, in like 86. Was That's that? crazy. That's why I say we got to bring it back one yeah. more time. Didn't it? Right. And have a huge, time. long chart, like didn't, a 50-year uh, chart run. 
Didn't Paul McCartney have an issue with the quality of uh of Ferris Bueller's Day Home? Yeah, I feel like wait, I read wait, of the movie. No, no, of that scene. He's <laughs> oh. like he's like, I would have just came and re recorded the whole thing myself. Like he was just I don't know like, why I mean, Ed Rooney didn't find him sooner. I mean, you know, he knows the hangouts and Because then he would have gotten more money if he would have just recorded Probably. it himself. Like I think there was something about the music he wasn't. He's, oh. he's like, that George is still right. getting that 0.5%. It was probably, probably I, read, I read this years ago, and I just thought about it now. I was like, why didn't I look that up? Because I remember reading it and being like, that's weird. Hmm. I mean, that's not, that makes sense in the time. Like, it was a sensitive time with Michael Jackson and, like, rights and things like that kind of sure. thing happening. Yeah, 86, so. tumultuous time. He'd probably, he probably, like, just was all stressed out, McCartney, and then, like, went to a movie theater. His, his like, career had, hmm, had skyrocketed. This looks good, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> I thought I could use a day off. I could use a day off, too. <laughs> oh, he's pretending to be sick. Hurrah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like, like John like was pretending yeah. to be sick when we recorded Twist and Show. Oh. oh, yeah. When I was in high school... <clears throat> um, I mean, you did a Time magazine. Uh, no, assignment? it was the kind of thing. You know, they were for our yearbook. They were doing a survey and tell, asking people to name like, oh, what was the movie of the year? What was the mm-hmm. you know? So I guess we could look back at it when we were old and be like, boy, remember uh, Absolute Beginners? That was a popular movie <laughs> or whatever. And I put down Twist and Shout as my song of the year and then i felt like i i had to write in like parentheses like <laughs> it made the billboard chart because i imagine some kid being like twist and shout that song's like a thousand years old oh wait it says here that it made the billboard charts i guess it qualifies. so you know <laughs> it, did not, it did not rank in the uh no the top no. five songs of the student high with dumb students at my school i did a uh a, a kind of you know i went around and did a campaign and you know shook some hands kissed some babies and got don knotts voted to the favorite tv actor for oh. My senior class. That's some I good work know, there. I know there's going to be a lot of people who are just like, "What? Why? Why were we? Why do we care about Don Knotts in the, in the early '90s?" <laughs> <laughs> that um, post that post three's company fame. He was still riding. At yeah, that he point. had nothing. Yeah. It was post three's company pre. You know, when it was Pleasantville. Like Pleasantville. <laughs> yeah, where it was just kind of like what? the guy from the cover of that cement book that I saw in Home Depot. <laughs> um, bringing it back to Ferris Bueller, Paul McCartney was mad yes. that it had too much brass in it. Oh, he but was annoyed. Yeah, but he was like, he was like, I could have marching just, band. I, was, huh? I guess huh. he just, he was like, I would have balanced that out better. You know, he does not understand the sound. Right. Wait, did How they do add instruments to it? Well, I think right, yeah, because it's it's like a float. There's a marching band. Remember like, yeah, Phil Spector's in it in the beginning. Yeah, he's, right. on the, he's on the float and he's like, more trumpet. <laughs> Play this if you want to live. <laughs> but it's still he's lip syncing to John Lennon singing, right? Yeah, yeah. But but then they just also have the marching band added mm-hmm. the instruments. Yeah, and Paul McCartney I, was I, furious. Honestly, I don't remember that. that but I, I, I think, think they might have added like the backing. Uh, uh, I oh, think yeah, that yeah. might be like uh, back like additional like crowd uh, right. vocals. Oh yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I remember it's like a whole big shared fun thing, right? Yeah. And there's like construction. It's like, how do people like, know oh. to do that dance on the <laughs> stairs? It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Rolling Stone wouldn't touch it, but we are going to go where they fear to tread. What would we think of this song? Hmm. Where eagles hmm. dare. Somebody else go. I'll, I'll start it off. I'm going to sure. give it a five, man. This song's fun. and A five? Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's you know. <laughs> a five from Adam? Yeah. <laughs> To hell with all of you! <laughs> I'm quitting the show after after this episode. Actually, though, guys. So, oh, oh dear! Um, I've got nothing left to offer you. Call Andy White. We'll get Eric Clapton. <laughs> Either or. Wait, Andy White just passed away. <gasps> oh, get on the ghost phone. Call Andy White. 
Um, no, I'll give it five. It's so fun. And this is like a song I knew before I even knew the hell the Beatles were, you know, because it right. was everywhere. And Ferris Bueller was a great movie when I was a kid to watch, so. Yep. I'll follow, I'll follow that with a five, too. Thank you, sir. I can't not be, uh, you know, I, I've heard it maybe, I don't know, like, you know people say I've heard stuff a million times? Mm-hmm. I, if you really did the calculations, what would be the number? Like, I probably heard it. I'd say 13,276 times for you. Really? Yeah. I was thinking more like 1,100 times. Mm. Now, remember... Over those... 30 years or something like that? Well, I'm, I'm someone who's good at math, how many times a day would you have <laughs> to listen 30? to it? How many times a day would you have to listen to it in, in, in order to get to a million... A million? Right. You, like if well, you, you said you've heard it a million times. How no, many? No, some, no, I was saying when people exaggerate. Oh, yeah, I don't know, but right. I'm just saying. I've told you a million uh, times, do not exaggerate. <laughs> Rick Mayo. Um, R.I.P. How many, let's see, like, R.I.P. You know, 365, if you listen to it once a day. Well, I'm sure if you could crunch the numbers if you just do it back to back. Right. It's uh, a minute and... Uh, Oh, not even that. Like, you're talking about listening to it. Just like if you did nothing else but listen to the song for listen your entire life. Eight hours a day. How long is the song? It is a minute and I don't know what I can't. I don't know. We'll round it off to two. It's 205. Or that's the, that's the original, though. That's by the top notes. Um, so you've probably lived around. Beatles is 232. 14,000 days. Right. A little that's it? more than 14,000 days in your life, I think. Right. So, so, yeah, I have listened to it a million times. There you go. Um, right. <laughs> I also give it a five. <laughs> I think um, fourteen thousand times five. Carry the one. <gasps> I feel like it has a lot of energy. Obviously, the whole ah 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 thing is fun. Right. Um, when I went to Bush Gardens with my friend and my brother, we went to the, one of those recording booths and we did this. We performed this. We you know one of those basically like a karaoke thing. Right. Uh, none, none of us are particularly good singers, but <laughs> it was fun doing the ah uh, 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 part. I think John Lennon's voice sounds great, despite what he thinks. And um, yeah, I think it does a great job of capturing like a live performance. You know, it's like it's at the end. I know it's not a fade out. That's a point. And yeah. uh, but the ending, particularly, you know, it sounds like liveish. You know, where they kind of go dun 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 dun, yeah, and you yeah. hear them kind of reacting to it. And uh, yeah, great song. Yeah. Beetle gravy all over the slathered all over the place. Yeah, they're just slopping that gravy everywhere. And you even get the Hoos. Yeah, which you are get some, very popular. Some little Richard Hoos, you get some uh uh you know, some harmonies, you get some, you know, you, you, lots of shouting. You yeah. I am I'm, I'm a fan of the drum like yeah, Ringo's the, the, those little really tight drum great. rolls. Those are great. Um Ringo's great on this and just the energy overall is just at high levels and and it, it's hard to really pick apart, you know, find anything not to like about this song. If All you, right, how this, long did you say it was? It was like two Two something? minutes, 30 seconds. This yeah. could be completely wrong. I haven't checked my numbers and I sure. just did it real fast. But if you listen to it back to back a million times, it would take you 1,759 days. Hmm. So you're almost there. Which is... 1,700? Oh, that's it? 4.8 years. Hmm. But start, that's, that's if you listen to it around the clock. Right, on repeat. Now. So if you were to listen to it for eight hours a day, you figure that number times oh, that, I'm three. I'm not doing those numbers. Oh, just be that number times three. Right. You yeah, 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 yeah. 12, 12, 12 years. years. So 12 years. 4.8, 15 years. Mm-hmm. How about this? If someone can do this, I think if someone can pull this off, we mm-hmm. will each give them $50. Do mm-hmm. you agree? 
All right. But there has to be video we'll proof. We'll meet back here in 15 years. Video okay. proof. We're going to forget about it. this in 15 years from now. Somebody's going to go, I did it. <laughs> expect 50 bucks. And it's going to be the guy from King of Kong, I'm too. It's yeah. just him sitting in his basement. <laughs> All right. The, I'm going to take a chance. If someone can provide chance, with video chance, proof chance, that they chance, did chance. it. You have to watch the whole oh, thing. No, too? I'm not going to watch it. I just want there to be video well, that, proof. That's how you space it out. They're like, oh, you got to videotape the whole thing. So then they'll hand over 15 years of video. You watch the whole thing. By that time, everybody will be dead. Nobody will care. Yeah. Or we'll get like, you know, facial recognition software. And plus, Fifty dollars will be like, yeah, yeah, it'll be like yeah. Twenty five. It'll be like it'll be like ten Kragmars. Like a Metro card. Kragmars. <laughs> I was walking down the street. I went. I felt a dollar hits. bill on the floor. And it was a fifty. I just threw it. Just left right. it. Really? Yeah. You just pooped on it. Yeah. Yeah. I wiped that's my butt I, with it, and I just. That's what I would do. Wait, Pete, did like, I space out? Did you give take a rating? That, Ulysses S. Grant. What? Did you give a rating? Uh, no, five. Okay. Five. I, I was building up, and then we started talking about. Other can I, can I say one other thing about the John, Lennon, John Lennon's voice? Um, it just says he was suffering from a cold and he was doing the cough drops and drinking milk. Yeah, yeah, milk. He's like, gargling with aren't milk. Are you not supposed to drink milk, milk when you like have a cold? Because it adds more phlegm. And it might be a recent thing. It's British milk. British milk. Because that's probably a good a thing that you could say added to his like craziness of his just... Uh, the whole performance of you know like that's actually a fallacy about the milk thing it just makes you more conscious it kind of it feels it doesn't produce more oh. uh, phlegm more saliva it just makes you so kind of more conscious of it it feels thing. like there's more okay but uh, <coughs> I think if you're shouting you probably mm-hmm. want more kind of you know Twisting. you want more juices in there Eww. yeah covers covers I covers. did the top notes hmm. top notes the reverse time travel cover Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I was shocked. I would have thought everyone would have just blurred out <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield right from the start. Sure. I thought about it. Sure. I'm going to go with the brassy cover of oh. Ferris Bueller. Because, I mean, it's technically John's vocals, but yeah, there's you know, some mm-hmm. added stuff there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't count that as a cover, more yeah. as a remix. Yeah. Okay. Isley Brothers. Covers slash other versions. <laughs> uh, I found a weird one. Uh-huh. Um, it was a group called the Rocky Fellers. Rocky Fellers. Rocky Fellers. The Rocky Fellers. And the Rocky Fellers from 1963. Oh, I was hoping it was recent and they all sing like Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, no, this is five young Filipino brothers. Mm, from children's book. From 1963. Like <laughs> Good said, night, so young Filipino brothers. <laughs> they are, uh, so it's like high like kids just kind of, you know singing their hearts out and it's a weird novelty album kind of of sort because like the right. cover it's like all like smiling children like wearing tuxedos like huh. looking weird hmm. uh it, it totally like i had never heard of them and then i found that and i looked at the album and it's it's all you know musically it sounds pretty similar to let's say the Isley brothers one but it's uh you know what year was this 63 63 so about the same time as the yeah one. yeah contemporary hmm. Uh, I also wanted to go with Salt and Pepper. What? Really? They did a version of it. It sounds a lot like Mickey. Here? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds a lot like Mickey. Hmm. Oh, uh, Mickey, you're so fine? Yes, exactly. Tony Basil. Tony Basil. Hey, Mickey. Yeah. So that's my other cover, Salt Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. And Roddy Dangerfield. Cliff Richards recovered it, too, speaking of uh, Rick Mayall impressions. Oh. Hmm. There you go. Hmm. Once in every lifetime, you cover Twist and Shout. (laughs) That's true. All right, so that's it for coverage, other versions. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we're coming back on Thursday. Adam, are you, you going to be back on Thursday? Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you need me here? Uh, I don't know. John, are you, you coming back on Thursday? I think probably like just... Uh, um, I will not be here. M- no? Me and Pete will probably be here. Yeah, maybe, John, you and I will just do, okay. we'll just do it, the two of us. Yeah. yeah. You guys good with yeah. that? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Are you guys well, doing just the two of us? You're Gro- Grover Washington? <laughs> we can uh, make it if we try. <laughs> uh, now, the Beatles song, Two of Us. That's oh. what we'll be talking about on Thursday. Um, hopefully, all four of us will be here, but we'll see. Um, in the meantime, Facebook and Twitter, we're Alpha Beatles. Uh, go to alphabetical.com slash merch and get yourself a shirt. Yeah. Oh, uh, congrats to Phil Medley and uh, Burt Russell for getting a song in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Mr. Medley and Mr. Russell, if that is your real name. Yeah, exactly. Which it's not. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, But yeah. um, Join us back here on Thursday for a brand new Alphabetical. Alphabetical. Word to your mother. Mm.